0: You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast. That's right, random girl who recorded our bump. You fiver bitch. Yeah. This is Real Crime. And this is episode number 54. Yeah. well, 54. Yeah. 54. It's, it's. How many months
1: have we been up to this thing now? It's been a year. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been more than a year, actually. Dare I be nostalgic at this point? Yeah, but- it's been uh-huh. actually been a year and a half. I mean, we did, we did skip some weeks and stuff here and there. So yeah, yeah it's
0: been a while. Um, yeah, wow. Uh-huh. But goddamn, fifty four.
1: Yeah, that's great. How time flies. And we haven't
0: <laughs> killed each other yet. Nope. No one. No, there hasn't been too many. There hasn't been any casualties yet, except for Chris, because he's out there doing the news every week, and it's like, God, man, you're. This is the best I've seen you. Actually, you got a limp. Yep. But you're not like on crutches or black eyes or fucking fresh blood on your face or it's anything coming. like that.
1: It's coming. Um, it's coming. It, what,
0: what's what's coming? <laughs> it's right
2: there in Hacksaw Ridge. Just yeah. Ooh. Saving lives. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll yep. get to
0: that too. Uh, but, you know, let's just dive in. We, I think we have a lot to cover this week with the topic that we have. So, yeah, yeah. Chris, you look pretty good this week. I'm doing all right. You, you sound better. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely sound better. You've been
2: kind of haggard the last couple of shows we've yeah. done. Smells better, too. He, well, yeah. As
0: opposed to what? Well, you know. The bottom of the ocean? Jizz and blood. Oh, God. What do we have in the news this
1: week? So, Post? in the news this week, uh, Transformers 5 is out in theaters, and they're saying that this is going to open with the lowest box office receipts <laughs> in the entire <laughs> series. People are not too thrilled with this movie, the critical response is basically like terrible.
3: It is god awful. Wow. And that last one was really fucking bad.
0: It wasn't that yeah, the last one was not that good.
1: This one is really, really, really bad. I've been I've been kind of I've already
0: spoiled myself on it, I think, a little bit because I've been kind of just watching people's reviews already and whatnot on YouTube and stuff and on channels. And I mean, unfortunately, I mean I I thought about that, and this is, like, a universal thing. I mean, I don't know if this is another one of those things where it's cool to hate this movie, but it seems like everybody's saying the same thing. Like, this movie fucking sucks, dude. It's terrible. I I think...
2: Oh, sorry, Andrew. go ahead. I was just
3: going to say, I think these, these movies were cool to hate on from, like, two through four by this point. I think people are just, like, legitimately done. Like, we are past the point of it being... Cool to hate. It's like we're at the point where you know, like
2: I'm pretty much past, past that
3: the point.
0: point. Return. Yeah. Well, I mean, th- when the when the first one came out, that was. I mean, I think we all know that was really exciting. I know for me it was because just the nostalgia of it. Yeah, they had that market. All yeah. of us older dudes, yeah. we were super psyched to see this thing done. The you know, such a, in such a grandiose fashion to yeah. see what we've always imagined in our minds. And it was a right?
3: fun movie. The first one, honestly, Fuck was yeah, a fun was movie. Awesome, yeah. yeah. You
0: know, I mean, I I watched. 2, I, d- I didn't get through the entire the h- entire film. I just did it last night. I threw it on just because I want to get back into that mode because I do want to go see 5. I'm going to go see it. I don't care. I want to see the movie, right? Uh, but I was watching 2, and yeah, I do understand, and I understood back then when Part 2 came out. I mean, I think I've mentioned that on, on the show before, like reviews I watched after we saw it in the theater, and somebody nailed it. They said literally... This movie is like a fifth grader who just learned how to swear. <laughs> I mean, yes. and some of those jokes in part two, like all that, it was really just, really, na- it, just, it didn't, it just didn't need to be there. It what didn't were you going to say, Andrew? That. Sorry, Andrew. God, I. Um, it's all you dude.
2: What was I going to say? It's going to punch uh, me in the head. i you trying to to backtrack. <laughs> oh, I'm just, <laughs> that I'm over these Transformers movies. I'm over anything Michael Bay does with these Transformers movies. Just give this another pain and gain, God damn it. That okay. was fun.
1: 13 Hours was really, really good too. It
0: It was. was. Well, this is supposed to be the last Michael Bay version, I guess, of Transformers. Dude, you know
1: what? He said that after the first one. I'm not making another Transformers movie. Then he made two. Five movies in. And then after three, it was I'm not making another Transformers movie. Oh, yes, you are. I don't believe it for a second. This guy will keep making Transformers movies. It doesn't matter what he says. He says it every time because it gets people talking about him. Oh, Michael Bay said he's not making another Transformers movie. And then he's back again. He's a little fucking bitch. That's all he is. Jesus he's
3: a bitch. Christ.
2: Well, it's like Miyazaki saying he's going to retire after every movie. And, oh, here's another one. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's my last one. Oh, no, it's not.
3: Well, I, I feel like Miyazaki is at least sincere, though, and then just finds some inspiration. Michael Bay, I'm sure, is just a, you know, manipulative jackass totally oh. in the media spotlight Damn, everybody hates from when media. i know he is
2: a total jackass to work oh, yeah. with according to one of our uh, one of our other writers or former writers brian yeah yeah brian was telling me about what it was like working with him and it sounded like he was just uh, just a royal jackass all around
0: yeah so we have verified that he's a real jackass yeah, yeah so uh, another traffic proof
1: In other Transformers news, uh, the Bumblebee spinoff is being planned, (laughs) but they're actually going to backtrack with this one. They're going to take it back to the 80s, and they're saying they're actually basing a lot of the story on the Iron Giant, which I'm actually pretty excited for because I think if they take it back to when Transformers were initially released and they add a real story in there like the Iron Giant had, it could
3: actually be pretty cool. Anyone you know. else
2: in the director's chair is a cause for celebrations. So. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I would. I would really like to see Bumblebee just be like the car in an '80s set, like Miami Vice. Car yeah, movie.
0: that'd be cool. That'd yeah, be really that would cool. be really cool. Like
3: just have it be have it be Knight Rider. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey Chris, I hate I hate to step on the news here. I know that you've t- fought a lot of people this week, but speaking of retirement, Daniel Day Lewis.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I just want to
0: throw that that that. I blew my mind when I saw that that he's going to retire after this last film he's doing uh, with what Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, as a matter the of Phantom fact.
2: Thread. Yeah, um, the title.
0: that's a fucking bummer and a half. I just wanted to throw that out there. That I mean, I love that man. He's yeah. one of my favorite actors.
1: You know what? As long as it's not a health issue with him, yeah, I'm good with it. Like, why not just retire? He's probably got all the money in the oh, world. Well, yeah, and he can go out and do whatever he wants
2: to do. Good for How him. How many I Academy mean, Awards has he won? I think three. I mean, he's, he's set for life, and he's oh, yeah. made some pretty great movies. Well,
0: I know. I'm sorry,
2: Andrew. I didn't mean to. Uh, not, why not go out on a high note, you know? like uh, Yeah. Pa- Paul Thomas Anderson's 65-millimeter movie. It's, it sounds epic. I, I yeah. can't wait to see what it's going to shape up to be. I
0: think yeah. personally, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be happy for that guy because I've loved his work since day one. Um, it's sad though it's gonna be sad I mean like, yeah. no more movies with fucking Daniel. what a bummer but good for him I just wanted to throw it out there Chris I'm sorry he'll I,
1: probably change his mind though I mean because he has done this before he, he said he was retiring before and then he came back and did a couple so I never of movies, heard so. that this is the
3: first time I've ever I mean, heard him
1: he's, he's pretty young he's only like 54 years old well, so maybe he may- needs a break maybe he retires for a while and then he comes back again
3: yeah well i mean his whole mo has always been just like disappearing for a while until the right script comes along and like like he's always i think there's definitely something to be said for an artist who only makes a movie when he really wants to and has yeah something he wants to say
1: i mean he's like motley Crue. he just says he's gonna go away and he keeps coming back again or kiss (laughs) Even worse,
0: kiss. They've been on the they've been on a farewell tour for the last twenty five years. I swear to God, man.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, sorry about that, Chris. So, Andrew, what was up with the uh, the Suspiria thing that they were talking about today?
2: Oh, I guess they discovered an uncut thirty five millimeter Italian print of Suspiria that I guess has more footage that was censored out of the film that isn't in the upcoming four uh, K restoration of the film. Is that Synapse that's doing that or
3: uh, Synapse is doing the four K? Yeah
2: and uh um, i don't know if they're going to be collaborating on it or not but they are screening the print and uh the music box already has it confirmed for sometime in october neat
3: well so just to that. clarify yeah. so it there actually is like footage in it that isn't in the released version of the film it wasn't just an uncut print as in like not the r-rated version
2: um that i'm not sure of i've read a little bit about it. I guess they screened it already. They already took a look at it themselves and uh and determined there were additional there were additional bits in it. But that's as far oh. as I know.
3: That's that's really interesting. That's gonna be exciting. I I never knew that there was another cut besides the you know, the regular one that we know that's the pretty USR rated cut.
1: I love when shit like this happens and you get to see like an actual like, vintage cut of a movie yeah. with unreleased footage.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It
0: just It's just pretty sweet. Oh, well, that's nerd paradise right there.
1: Exactly.
2: For an iconic horror film such as that Hell also. Hell yeah.
1: So, last bit of news that we've been kind of talking about a little bit is Lord and Miller being removed from from the han solo spinoff
3: movie yeah dude yeah that's concerning with like what like three weeks of shooting left
1: they've been filming since february this movie's been in production for six months now and at the last moment kathleen kennedy basically fired them and they're talking about bringing in ron howard to take over
2: whoa well, they'll either take over or they'll just start from scratch and eat what they already shot. I mean, that's happened before with that Exorcist prequel, and it went from Schrader to Rennie Harlan.
1: Yeah, I published that article last night um, about this whole thing. I think it was a mistake to even make the movie. And I think they backed themselves in the corner trying to push too much Star Wars out too fast. And then they were like, oh, we have to get a Han Solo spinoff. Let's hire you know these guys because... They're hot right now. People like their writing and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really think it was well planned. We don't need Han Solo. We
2: don't. Too much, too quick. Too many, uh, too many fingers and too many pies.
0: Well, and it goes right back to the Transformers thing. I mean, again, now they're not, they're not pushing out stuff at that aggressive of a rate, but we get a Transformers movie. What we've been getting one every two years now, basically for the last 10 years, 10, 12 years, whatever. I don't know. Um, and I think, yeah, as we said before, like people were excited for the first one; it was something new and different. And then two came out the way it did, and that people made people tired of it. Um, and now, the, and then it just keeps coming and keeps coming, and it's like, okay, dude, when's this gonna end? I've had enough of this shit. Yeah, it's well,
2: I mean, it won't leave; it just keeps yeah. repeating itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I start, mean, yeah. So like, far, like I'm, I've been.
3: I think that the key difference there, I mean, hopefully, the key difference is that nobody wanted more Transformers movies because they're not good, but so far both of the two new Star Wars movies they're we've good. gotten have been really good. Been great, but yeah, if they if they run out of steam, I mean, like, I have a certain amount of confidence in what they've done so far, but ooh, like, productions this troubled and this rushed seldom end well. Like, on Facebook, Chris, when you drew the yeah. parallel to Alien 3, yeah. which, similarly, they set a theatrical release date, yep. didn't have a director,
0: kept really changing hands. that's car before the horse you just can't do stuff like that David
2: yeah. Fincher just inherited a runaway train yeah. making that movie and he didn't even have final cut or final say they, yeah. it was like what happened with Robert Altman and Popeye they just fired him before production was even <laughs> finished and <laughs> cut together what they had saw if they needed any reshoots in Popeye's case they didn't but Alien 3 they added a few reshoots mm-hmm. with Scorney Weaver
1: it's just bad. I just I didn't want this movie, and now I don't want this movie even more. I'm just like, we don't need a Han Solo movie. He's not Han Solo. Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Yeah, he made that character. Mm. Nobody else is going to come in and play that character as well. And I just don't think it'll be a good representation. No.
2: It's like the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Remember that show? Yeah. On, where they tried to really pass him off with well, who played him in the Sean Patrick show? Flannery, really? Right? yeah hmm. i'm
1: pretty
3: sure huh i i never actually watched that i'm show. almost
1: positive that's who it was yeah.
2: river phoenix does make a good young indiana oh dumb, my god so. yeah, he, he looked he
1: good. looked so much like him too because they put he had this you know they did the whole scar thing and everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah all right well yeah sean patrick that, flannery played him hmm. and then there was a younger kid that played him too because it was like young, young Indiana. Well, Jones, that was from the last, and Crusade then older or
0: was the was the last. Uh, we're talking about the
1: Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh, the Young Indiana. The, there yeah, was. Well, the there team.
0: was. They also had the younger characters in the last. What was yeah, it? it was called the Last Crusade. Yeah, right? it was like
2: an opening prologue. Yeah. An, yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah. That I'm totally talking about something different.
2: <laughs> this was you an ass Charlotte TV show, but it seemed like they were trying to go that route with the Han Solo reboot, or yeah. And, you know, there's a reason why not too many people remember the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. It just doesn't click with too many people. The character's the character as he exists. We don't need to see and him. And there are a lot of young. episodes of that, too. Like, a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: do you remember how, in the VHS days, they released all those and then released the movies in the same numbered set? So yeah. like, Raiders of the Lost Ark was released as, like... Episode 23 of the Indiana Jones Chronicles. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I do. Even as that. a
3: kid, I found that really irritating. Like, no, no, this is not number 23. It is irritating. This is the first one. This yeah. is, is Raiders this? of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Th- this
0: is yeah, the film. Awesome. Mm-hmm. This is what
1: introduced us to it. So, why would it
0: be a number in a series of things? I yes. mean, that's ridiculous.
1: In oh. new releases this week, we have Transformers 5. <laughs> that's, oh, what wah, movie? What, 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 that's. Wah, wah, wah. Really? That's it. That's it. Two
2: and a half hours of death.
1: Dude, two so and things. a half hours of bullshit. <laughs> like, it, 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 it's the same thing as every other one. The fucking MacGuffin. You know, you got to have the fucking object. Everybody's fighting for the object that's going to help the bad people destroy the planet. Like, just fucking stop.
2: They repurpose yeah, they, footage from the other movies, too, don't they? What's that? They repurpose footage from the other Transformers movies to save production costs i don't know Oh god really yeah
3: they electric boogalooed it
2: <laughs> yeah like they showed the shot from the first transformers it was just repeated two or three times in the second movie
0: you know t- to the credit of transformers we talked, we shit all over part two i really want to put that out there that the the opening like fit like first 15 minutes of the film with the demolisher that particular transformer the decepticon yeah that's some that is fucking fantastic looking that demolisher that was some really great you know as far as what they had yeah. to do i can watch that that opening with it where they and it's only it's a maybe it's only about maybe five or ten minutes not 15 right but watching uh optimus prime destroy that machine that that decepticon that is fucking amazing to me and that's part two i know there's a, you know i mean to be fair and we're, let's put a cap on this I mean, I don't watch Transformers, a lot like Pacific Rim. I didn't watch those the, either of those films that for a great story.
2: Heart. Well, Pacific Rim, to, to be fair, had more heart and soul than any of the Transformers and films combined. Like, Agree. And wit
3: and irony. Yes. Like, Agreed. that movie is Agreed. extremely tongue-in-cheek and smartly Agreed. written. Mm. But, I yeah. mean, I want to watch robots
0: fight. Yeah. I want to just watch completely ridiculous special effects, which get... Too ridiculous at times, but I just want to watch robots fight.
1: The difference was with Pacific Rim, you actually kind of cared about the characters. Well, those In Past Transformers 1, you know, you got Sam in the first one finds Bumblebee and like, oh, like it sparks this relationship and you care about Mm -hmm. what's going on with him and there's development of his character. After that, it just goes out the window. It's like, let's find the hottest chick we can throw in the movie, just blow as much shit up as we can and whatever Well, and the the
0: thing too with with the later films is you get all these characters like oh man side swipe sweet cool whatever and they get killed in like two seconds yeah they're getting wiped out and I hear like with part five it's like that on steroids now yeah I mean I don't want to spoil but it is that's what I'm hearing is like they they introduce all these great characters and they just get fucking blown apart
2: give us another pain and gain give us another uh, 13 hours something something different hopefully this is it all right, yeah. so All right.
1: let's uh, roll through our suggested viewings, and then let's All get right. into our topic. For me, I'm gonna <clears> go with another cinematic release that was just out a couple weeks ago. Mm. It comes at night, is fucking amazing, man. It's like just like The Witch. It's a very slow, is it? Very slow burn. You don't ever really know exactly what's going on. But there's really some great scare tactics in there. In yeah. the cinematography and the coloration of the movie is fucking beautiful. So it, you can still catch it in theaters, I think. It kind of flopped, yeah. but it's awesome. I've heard nothing but great things about that movie.
3: Yeah, likewise. Chris. You got one? All right. Um, well, so I'm going to go a little bit of a different direction. and since, all good. Uh, since uh, the first season of American Gods just ended, I'm going to recommend that. Because it was really, That's another thing I've heard really really a lot of good. great stuff about. They've been pushing that really hard. Oh yeah, I mean the the story is great. The approach to it is really really interesting because I mean, as is appropriate for the source material, it feels like like this is the first chapter of a long epic novel. Like it's not a self-contained thing. It's right, like right. the start of building this really cool, really elaborate world. Yeah, and it takes its time and does it right. And it's all about theme and character and world-building, and then you have this cast, like, you know, you got Ian McShane, Peter Stormare, Crispin Glover, uh, Jillian Anderson, Orlando Jones, who I just thought of as a (laughs) a comedy actor. is fucking fantastic. That's awesome. It's such a good show. Although, also, since it's episode 54, I'll also throw in uh, 54, the director's cut, that turned a much maligned really bad movie into an actually really good movie that just got fucked over by studio interference in mm. the 90s so now the director's cut is out on blu-ray that movie definitely deserves a reevaluation. and cool yeah, episode 54 hit it Andrew
2: <laughs> um we've talked about this one before as far as to, uh, Exorcist sequels even though it's not a it's not a true sequel, even though William P- Peter Blatty considers it such. Uh, I'm going to go with the ninth configuration, which is this kind of eccentric, weird, sort of uh, begins as a comedy, sort of a hysterical comedy. Hysterical in the sense that it's very uh, very madcap, very uh, you're not sure how real what you're seeing is right. going on or not. And then it segues into picking up where this astronaut who was told you're going to die up there by Reagan and the exorcist. Has sort of lost his uh, belief in God and his uh, feelings as being an astronaut. And Stacy Keach is this sort of other character who, incidentally, the movie used to be called "Twinkle, Tw- Twinkle, Killer Kane" when they were trying to sell it as some kind of a serial killer movie with Stacy Keach. And it it just takes on another direction where it it sort of comes full circle, paying off uh, many of the themes that were introduced in The Exorcist, but also chronologically following another character that was seemingly Dude. incidental in the film, but wound up being very very significant I in think the me sequel. and you watched Dude. this at some point, didn't we? Or we started huh. it, I thought. I
3: totally have to see this.
2: Yeah. The ninth configuration. Holy
3: shit. So it actually does have narrative ties to The Exorcist? It the characters? does. Oh my God. I, I never knew that.
2: Yeah. Uh, William Peter Blatty wrote and directed it, and he Dude. considers it the true sequel wow. to The Exorcist.
3: Awesome. Well, Dude!
2: I, I, I really, I love...
3: Uh. I love... Exorcist Three that he also wrote and directed again. I love Exorcist, Exorcist Three.
0: God, is this such a? It's so underrated. What a yeah. fantastic movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, have have you Jason seen the director's Miller's in the cut film since too. it came out on Blu-ray? No,
3: I, haven't. I have. The, I have the original. You know the original cut. Uh, director's cut adds a lot. I'm on it. I'm on it. Really good.
2: I love that movie. Oh, and that too. The director's cut of the Ninth Configuration is the only way you can see the film. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Cut no, you no,
0: off. no, 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 no. That's fine. Now, I want to hear more about this. Honestly,
2: yeah, <laughs> it's it, fantastic. It, was a very uh, hard to categorize movie. It was one of those films like Donnie Darko where it really presented a problem with distribution. How do you sell this movie to an audience yeah. just wanting to go in and see a movie? Like it's, hmm. it's got ties to the story of The Exorcist, but tonally it's all over the place. And one moment it's a comedy, and another yeah. moment it's a theological film, another moment it <laughs> dude goes back to being a farce. Like I have homework. How do you take this movie, really? Wow. All right. right, so I gotta get the I gotta get to,
0: I gotta get the director's cut of Exorcist three, and I have to watch the ninth configuration. That's yeah. on my list now for sure. I have had a very active couple of weeks here with movies. i have really gotten off my ass and really got to work on this. Me and my better half actually are doing like movie night Mondays now, where we actually go to the theater every Monday. Like it's something we want to do and go see new yeah. movies. We both want, you know, Amber is always. I've always we talked about that here on the show about the theater. Sometimes it can be really troublesome, but we found a way like, you know, Monday nights, pretty quiet, you know, early evening, you know, up in Rochester, you know, it's pretty mellow, right? Yeah. It's a pretty quiet crowd. So I don't have to get, you know, my weird OCD crap where I start freaking out on people. I don't get that there. So it's cool. So that's kind of got me moving. And we mentioned this before the show, Chris, where I've been going to actually going to the video store a lot, like going. Yeah. And walking around. And I. That's an, that's an art or that's an activity that I forgot about how much fun it is to do, right? Going and walking around, just perusing shelves and looking for things and finding cool stuff to watch. Um, I ended up buying a bunch of stuff. I did buy a copy of Hacksaw Ridge, which I did finally see. Fantastic film. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a copy of Black Mass. I've been wanting to see that for a while. That's the Johnny Depp film where he plays James Whitey Bulger. I did watch that a couple nights ago, which I. That didn't do too well.
1: I don't think it did very no, well. No, it didn't, but it's a great
0: it's movie. It's a great friggin' movie, dude. Um, I, did, I mentioned I did finally sit down and doing this. I'm like, okay, I've been wanting to see Battleship for so long. Never sat down and watched it. Watched you Battleship. sank my battleships. Yeah, uh, Battleship.
2: Was um, it Peterburg?
0: Yeah. Was it Peterburg? I did revisit The Deer Hunter also.
1: So what's your suggested viewing?
0: I'm suggesting all this great oh, shit. Okay. This stuff's okay. all fantastic to watch. And this is what I do suggest to watch, actually. My my true suggestion is uh, the the Neil Blonkamp short that's that's getting a lot of it's getting a lot of uh lot of burn right now. Uh Raka, volume one. Yeah. I did watch that last night, and that is cool, dude. Sigourney Weaver's in it. Oh. Super cool. You can watch it on YouTube. Easy stuff. Twenty minutes, guys. It's a short and it's a, it's going to be a series of things done by his new thing called oat productions or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Huh. Uh, oats su- oats per- yeah, Oats house or Oats, oats studios. Oat studios. studios. Oh. Um highly recommend that. I really enjoyed the shit up. Out- what? <laughs> Fuck you. Daryl
1: Hall and John
2: Oats.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did enjoy that. Yeah, if you yeah. haven't seen that yet, well, I'm Chris, a man yeah. check I'm it out. Make my dreams out. It's cool. come true. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all excited about all this cool shit that I've been doing finally getting off my ass here and you get to fuck me up with Daryl Hall I can't right,
2: go for that no Raka check no, out Raka
0: but everything I mentioned I mean everything I watched I, I mean I mentioned here I really enjoyed and I have been mean, kind of like I said kind of going getting off the couch not dicking around Netflix or whatever Amazon Prime or whatever and yeah. actually going to places and looking for movies it's been a lot of fun and I'm going to keep doing that and uh, yeah but that's the stuff I do want to see it comes at night that's the one thing I would do yeah want to go out you'll dig see. it You'll but totally I have to take it. care of the ninth configuration and the Exorcist 3 director's cut now that's number 2 1 and 2 on my list now to watch but that's All what right. I got Rocket, check out Rocket, it's super cool it's easy 20 minutes YouTube watch it alright
1: we got a lot of alien invasion movies to burn through here so let's start hitting that shit that's the that topic shit. this week alien invasion they're coming for you oh I'm scared <laughs> as hell oh, Chris
0: <laughs> that, that's really scary.
1: I know. I know.
0: That that really has been. You're here
1: already. Well, I, You're mentioned, next. I mentioned.
0: I mentioned battleship. a am second ago. That's one that I you know, and that's one I threw on my list here too. Um, you know, total trans- Speaking of transformers, right? Yeah. I mean that thing reeked of it, uh, but it was fun, and I do like the way you know the aliens. You know, we do get to see them. We you know we get that piece of it, but I do like how they did work it in because it's based on the game right yeah but i did enjoy how they kind of figured out how to tie them together
3: so there actually is like liam neeson yelling grid coordinates
0: yeah yeah okay well not liam neeson uh
3: I can, he's I, part I, of it but you know yeah but yeah they do have battleship himself
0: it, it is the grid coordinates we're talking about Battleship. <laughs> yeah it, it does i mean and i don't want to talk about how they you know how they explain it you watch the film is it a contrived set of circumstances cloaking yeah yeah <laughs> it's fun i mean i'm not saying i'm not saying it's brilliant <laughs> but it was fun home
2: from start the star oh, trek fucking yeah.
0: guys come on kick yeah. out of it we used to play battleship a lot when i was a kid so it's fun to just yeah. see something get fleshed out i think i did blow it off for that long though because it's like oh god fuck i know this is gonna suck i know this is gonna be stupid yeah um but it was fun to watch. It's another one of those ones where you're not looking for a great story. You're just looking to see some really cool special effects. And it was witty. It was fun. I, there
1: was some so, fun dialogue.
0: So okay. tell me about
2: these alien invasion movies. Are they alien abduction? Are they invading the planet? Are they just invasion. trying to be our friends? Like-
1: no, they're inv- in Battleships. They're invading. <laughs> they're invading the hell out of the they're planet. They're invading the toilet.
0: Yeah, well, that's okay, fine. Yes. That's the consensus on that. And Alien I agree. colon
2: invasion. Yeah.
0: Alright, fine. Let's go for the let's just let's just go for the well, gut on speaking this. Speaking
3: of then we should talk about Dreamcatcher. We're talking about Alien colon Invasion. There we go. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Shit weasels. And that, talking that, to Mr. Gray through a pistol.
0: That movie had so many moods to it. It was hard to really like Dreamcatcher.
2: Yeah. That was
0: strange to me. The yeah. way it it.
3: It's yeah, well it's okay dooby Yeah, a King yeah it it's a Stephen King. I I've, I've not read the novel. I've yeah. heard the novel is good. The movie just plays like a really awkward like mixtape of the best of other <laughs> Stephen King adaptations. It's so bad. It's I mean what's really sad is how it just fucking stopped Lawrence Kasdan's career dead. Oh, yeah. Like that's yeah. how bad it is. That yeah. like you know, he made like the big chill and body heat and all these great movies, and he made Dreamcatchers.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: It, it it seemed that was the thing is like it, it seems so lighthearted even through all the drama you know all through the death and all this stuff it just had this like wispiness I guess you know even when like people are dying yeah. it's like. I didn't think that would really happen to the person. I thought it was just gonna be some funny shit that was going on here. Ooh, but all it got
2: over the fucking mess. Well, yeah, it
0: got really serious. Like it yeah. was a weird turn. It just it felt so jerky to me.
3: Well, yeah, it definitely like it does feel like yeah, like a mixtape of beats from other Stephen King things, but not a well put-together mixtape, like one with no attention to tone of one song to the next. That movie was exactly. not
1: just all over the map. That movie, like, rewrote the map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is our own map, and we were just fucking throwing shit all over the place.
2: Yeah. Um, Mr. Gray speaking with a British accent. and uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, oh. As I mentioned earlier, uh, the line shitweasels, they actually get Morgan Freeman to say several times in the movie, the line shit weasels. Yeah, <laughs> what a low for his career. Yeah, Thomas Jane talking to a pistol like really a started phone? off on a the low point here.
1: God, God must have really needed a paycheck. <laughs> I, 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 Signs. That's
0: yeah, Signs sign. is a good movie. Damn good movie. I, yeah. Damn good
2: movie. I, yeah, damn good movie. Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds with the Aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. But, yeah. I like it. You know the
0: reveal in that <sighs> film that was cool.
3: That that fucking terrifying jump scare. Yeah! Yeah, that... That yeah. was... <laughs> that's really... How, how it's done. Really, really good. Yeah. Slips
2: on a banana peel in the third act, but everything in between was pretty solid.
0: I, yeah. I, you know, and just the way it plays out, you know, it's, it's it was a different take on things. Yeah. Because I, I think... with it, a lo- Go ahead, Andrew.
2: I was going to say, it was very reliant just on our... Uh, on subtle sounds and uh, intense quiet with a lot of... Yeah. Uh, Sounds of winds and uh, you know cracks or creaks in the in the wood as things were walking around. It was really based on your imagination and subtle glimpses. So mm-hmm. the, definitely, even when they show the you know, even when they actually do finally show the alien, you, know, you don't really see it. It's shown in just a few brief glimpses. So right,
1: you never get the full physical description of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think you know how. The defeat kind of comes too.
0: It's just something different. I mean, and I don't again. I don't want to spoil anything like that. But I just yeah. kind of how the film, you know, ends. Let's just say
2: it's like a postmodern reimagining of War of the Worlds. Yeah, in many ways. I just thought that was just it was
0: just it was very real to me. Like fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> we're not putting up with this crap, right? That, that's just my take on it. But yeah, I, that was a fantastic movie. Yeah, and and yeah, you didn't get. The full on, like, well, oh, here we are! Look at me! Look how crazy I look! Right. I'm from a different world, you know. Uh, you didn't get a lot of that. It was very subtle, um, and I think it was. That's what makes it such a cool. It was masterfully done that way. I mean, is it my favorite film in this? No, but by far not. But fantastic, outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> District Nine. That was fun. That's one of my favorite ones.
1: I can, it's not necessarily like an invasion. he's
0: about to destroy somebody here. He's about to punch me in the head. I'm sorry, Andrew. I didn't mean to mention it. I'm
2: just yeah. going to sit here.
0: No, I want to hear what you have to say. The floor <laughs> is yours now, Andrew.
3: Can of worms opened. <laughs> uh,
2: I'm just going to close the can of worms up. I don't want to upset anyone. No. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like the movie. We'll just leave it at that. No. no.
0: You know what? A, I wanna you're not hear, gonna upset I want to hear anybody. about
2: how great it is. I'm, i just thought
0: it was fun i'm not gonna sit here and i'm, I'm not swearing by it I, I got no dog in this race honestly i didn't make the goddamn thing so <laughs> what I, andrew i want to hear what you have to say i'm i'm, I'm i wanna a- hear what you have to say because oh, yeah, if we yeah, all liked dude.
1: it you give us the opposing opinion on this yeah moment. i want to hear that dude i want you to convince me otherwise
2: uh, i'm in the minority i guess i found it a little didactic yeah yeah a little bit a little uh Little heavy-handed, heavy on the on the message, just a little obvious. Oh, but, for sure. But the technology and the idea of an alien father estranged from his kid—you know—I did really like that. If they just went with that thread, I think you had a really interesting movie. Although, as a short film, it was just grounded on that—the best element of the movie. Right. The rest of it was kind of like Avatar. You could really just—you could lift all these elements from other movies. It was yeah. just kind of a. a Kind of a compendium of cliches, if you will, I felt
1: in a lot of ways I just love the ending when he starts to change in just that whole just that whole ending I thought was awesome mm-hmm. because it wasn't I didn't think the ending was very typical you know mm-hmm. him changing into one of them mm-hmm. I thought was
2: pretty sweet and eating so. cat food yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. remember, I mean there was a that was a a plot point and that he eats cat food as a yeah. as an alien yeah
0: independence day <laughs> what you want to talk about alien invasion yeah
2: earth, i mean oh, yeah. it's like earth versus the flying saucers it's sort of in that vein of you know really dig the visual effects and the characters yeah. and everything else is just kind of cornball but yeah but, but that
0: i remember when Independence Day came out that was one of those ones oh, we found yeah. on the theater and then the hype engine holy shit oh
4: yeah, that was yeah. It was. oh yeah you know
0: it's one of the only things Will Smith's ever done that I give a damn about I, I really avoid Will Smith and I know I should see something like Concussion I walked by that at the at the video store the other day and I'm like God Chris loves that movie I really should ah fuck
1: Will Smith I don't oh. want to watch this shit I thought you didn't like it Concussion yeah I know, I hated that movie oh you hated it somebody <laughs> said they liked it no I did not like Concussion well I'm glad whatsoever. I didn't pick it up then Talk about a contrived movie that was basically released to try and get Will Smith an Oscar, and everybody that watched the movie saw right through it. Hmm. It's like but every
2: movie of he's of been coming out with oh, has shit. been that uh, collateral beauty. Yeah, all of them.
0: Oh, collateral. But okay, but no. Okay. Seven
2: pounds. Yeah. Pursuit of happiness. Fuck Independence Day, though. That <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Suck my
2: dick, Will Smith. Fuck you. Fuck you and your movies. You and Jaden can go back to Scientology.
1: Yeah, exactly. Fuck you, Will Smith.
2: And After Earth is basically a Scientology movie. Oh, it is.
0: Okay, so Independence Day. <laughs> Anyways, no, I mean that I was remember. a game changer seeing that man. That was at the time oh, yeah. when that came out. There was nothing that looked that cool. Well, and it was that kind was of crazy looking.
1: Oh yeah, you know the summer blockbuster thing was kind of, like, redefined by Independence Day because that was kind of like how when the Star Wars movies were coming out, the original ones, people got really excited for them. I remember Independence Day was like that. People were like, oh, my God, this is going to be the biggest, best thing ever. Roland Emmerich,
2: yeah. What was funny was that film (laughs) launched Roland Emmerich's career and then gave him a carte blanche to make Godzilla which just completely deep-sixed his career Yeah. Yeah. one movie later.
1: Yeah. But Independence that Day movie
0: just looked like nothing I'd ever saw before. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that was it's an old film now. I mean the visual effects hold up really well. Oh like, hell it's yeah. 20, Twenty
2: years
3: old. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it just you know the 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 aliens, the visitors. Yeah. Um I mean there was a there was a nod, I think, to the xenomorph a little bit. It there was some curves I thought. You know, yeah, we all okay. kind of looked at it like eh, Looks a little bit like the Xenomorph. Um, there was a lot of other original aspects of it too, but I mean, there was just some really, you know, yeah, the visual effects, like you said, Andrew, it really holds
2: up. I think. Um, Bill bowman's yeah. a good president. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cornball in there. Yeah, there was a lot of laughs. We get, you know, yeah. we got to see Brent Spiner finally doing something different.
1: Uh,
2: Jeff Goldblum doing the Jeff Goldblum thing. Yeah. yeah. Judd
1: Hirsch doing the Judd Hirsch thing. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Dennis Quaid, or Randy Quaid, yeah. doing
1: the Randy Quaid yeah. thing. Yeah. it was fun, and it's something I can still watch today and really I'm enjoy. Back. Oh
3: yeah. Well, and yeah, you're you're right. That's sort yeah. of a forgotten <laughs> a forgotten thing almost. That that was like, like that type of movie that like no everybody has to go see that. Like yeah. everybody went and saw that. Like yeah. even the people who normally don't go for the big bombastic well, I blockbusters. It was like appointment. Viewing. I worked
1: I worked at uh, Nova Computer when that movie was coming out. I remember out. those days. Yeah. And Hi, Chris. Some, Hi. Somebody that I worked with, uh, Kevin, that worked there, mm-hmm. his friends were in California, and they were working on the CGI for the movie. So oh, it was wow. a like, huge deal. Oh. Like, oh, we mm-hmm. have to go see this movie. And we saw all went and saw it opening night and you know thought it was the most amazing thing ever. And then, of course, 20 years later, we get... Resurgence. Oh, God, it's so bad. Yeah, I didn't even bother with that.
3: Yeah, I, I still haven't seen it. You have
1: to watch it just to watch it for the sake that it is probably one of the worst movies ever made. It's it, that bad. It, it's horrendous. It's literally, it's unwatchable. And what they do is they bring like all the original characters back, or which ones they could, and mm-hmm. then they kill them all in succession so that they can launch a teen like space adventure series. That's how the uh, movie ends. It's like all like... So they're going to try to make more of these. They're not. No, because it flopped, it flopped abysmally. It, like, it did terrible.
2: The so Bob why Josh. why do a space adventure movie when you can do a vampire movie and in the end of the world movie? Yeah. Like Life Force.
3: Oh, dude. Life Force. Oh. Life Force <laughs> God, Life Force. I is, had to throw it on here. Yeah. That is still, I think, possibly the most just Batshit insane movie I've ever seen. Just like take I, I, everything I, I, and throw it in a blender
2: on uh, such a grand scale too.
0: <laughs> I think I borrowed that. I hadn't seen it since I was young. Yeah, and I you have a Blu-ray copy of it. Oh yes, I in do. the bunker.
2: We watched it here on your yeah, yeah. dude.
0: Yeah, I had to sit down and give that another watch. And all I picture from that film is the ending scene where they're embracing nude. Yeah. Neat. And the guy's like, you know, it's like, dude, just fucking get up and walk away. I mean, yeah, she's cute. She's hot.
1: I get it. And Steve Railsback is like one of the worst actors ever. He's just <laughs> like so mess. flat. And he's it's like frozen. battling. mess, dude. <laughs> he's like, you know.
2: I like when he goes ape shit, though. I mean, that's why you hire him as an actor is he's just going to start screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go scream at the top Uh of his lungs in the X files episode where it's just
1: hard to follow. Life
0: like, Force, though I really dig the
1: end. I like all like those visual effects when oh, they're embracing, yeah. and there's all that that light beam yeah. and all that in all the z- the zombie mayhem is going on oh, outside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: it's a zombie movie too. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's
1: vampires. It's aliens. It's zombies. <laughs> it's the
2: and end of the world. Yeah, lots so, of titties too.
3: Lots of titties, titties. Yeah, like a contagion movie, and like it's, it yeah. is every single. Type of genre film ever in one is one stop shopping oh but
1: it's still an alien invasion Fuck yeah home. but Fucking yeah yes.
3: you're right that that last part in London with all the zombies and the lights flying around and the like claymation thing that appears that yeah it looks so good it, it really does still looks good it's fun yeah I mean it's, 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 definitely it's fun. not it's not a good movie no, it's fun but it's, it's really fun yeah
2: yeah uh, it's hard to explain to people like okay what's this movie about well, uh... everything, alien, space, vampire, zombie invasion, buttids,
0: <laughs> <With> <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and, and, and breasts, and gazangas. And, yes, and Over... Patrick
3: Stewart. Her <laughs> her movies Making are really nice though. Though. <laughs> They are beautiful.
0: Yeah, probably the best part of the film.
1: Yeah, she was a beautiful, beautiful. Who woman. was that chick?
0: Forget her name. Don't matter. Never I mind. Can't Move on. on right now. What do we got? I used what to do we... Know. Chris, you have the you have okay. the paper. What do you yeah. have? What so did you pick up? The
3: first movie that I thought of when we talked about doing this is The Arrival, and not Arrival from last year, although that's a great movie and we will get to it. Yes. But The Arrival, the alien invasion movie from the 90s, Hell yeah, uh, by the writer Sheen. director of Pitch Black. <laughs> Tiger, yeah, with Tiger Charlie Black. Sheen. Yeah, like mm-hmm. his a rare non crazy person dramatic role for yep. Charlie Sheen. oh. Uh, wow. If anything has made that movie age poorly, it's Charlie Sheen. It's just hard <laughs> to take him seriously yeah. as a like quietly intellectual scientist type. I mm. can't handle this. Yeah, but like otherwise, <laughs> that movie is really good. The invasion story is uh, really interesting, really mm-hmm. well told. Mm-hmm. The way the aliens look in it is really cool. They like, were CGI,
1: it, though, too, weren't they? Yes, and
3: now I've not seen it in a couple of years. So I don't know how the CGI has held up, but I remember it's their design with the knees that bend backwards. Yeah. yeah and that, like man. that's what that's when you know like cuz they they disguise themselves like people and that's like when you always know it's an is when like somebody's knees bend backwards and mm-hmm. then they start transforming. So
1: basically, they're like Trump supporters. They disguise themselves mm. as people. Yep. Oh my God. But
3: you know, speaking of <coughs> nice, nice segue here. Bless you. Bless you. Since we're talking about talking about Trump supporters, <laughs> yeah. uh, so the arrival. Fuck. Another thing that makes that movie really ahead of its time is that okay, the aliens yeah. are preparing the Earth for colonization by using unchecked capitalism <laughs> to ramp up global warming. Mm-hmm. And that's what the movie's about. And it's like, it was made like a decade before that became a political issue. Mm-hmm. Pre Inconvenient Truth, before it was on anybody's radar. I mean, it, it was on people's radars, but only if they like actively sought out information right, about the environment right. and science. It wasn't part of the mainstream discussion. And here it's used as like the centerpiece for this alien invasion movie. It was really ahead of its time in the cultural conversation. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, I think that movie has aged really well. Charlie Sheen aside, uh, <laughs> and yeah, yeah and I mean, yeah. you know, and David David Toohey, like, yeah, Pitch Black is such a classic, but mm. The Arrival is the better movie that he did. I oh, would say. for sure.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about Arrival though for a second. Yes. Last year, um, what a soft, beautiful film. Yeah, that was I, I mean, a I, great film. I, I saw that with my dad, I think. Me and my dad went and saw it. And what a soft, beautiful film. And the reveals on that, too. I mean, you talk about, like, you know, we're revealing these, you know, the aliens, the the visitors. That reveal to me was just so fucking epic, man. Like, you just see yeah. these, just these grandiose things, you know. I mean, we learn a lot about them throughout the film. Mm-hmm but these are not you know this was a different type of when uh, we're going to say the term alien invasion right i mean yeah i guess they're kind of invading the planet they're here whatever um but there's a whole different story behind it there's all these ideas and it makes you think about a lot of stuff you know oh yeah i mean and you know it also has a very interesting way the story you know plays out and things like that but just to me, that's one of those images, like the first reveal we get. We finally see them; it's permanently burned in. Like, this is one of those images that you just can't get
2: out. The you'll... like tentacle shape, basically. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. but but just they look kind these... of like giant squids in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But you just see them that first time, and they're kind of like even they're The orig- the first, you know, view you get really isn't like a detailed view. It's just like these kind of like just blurry type images we're seeing. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck are we seeing here? This is so heavy. The film just was, it had a totally different feel that I think from any other of the films we're talking about here. I think a lot of these films are very aggressively, you know, the, the, the stories are aggressive. The shooting is aggressive. I mean, there's a lot of, the special effects are really harsh. Where this film, to me, me and my dad, I remember we walked out and we, he, you know, I'm like, I just feel mellow. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, mean, I feel usually,
2: chill. Usually action thrillers, and this one kind of kind of lends itself to being a science fiction action thriller at first, but then it sort of becomes more like Starman or Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, where,
3: yeah, it's very intellectual and uh, you feel very dramatic. I mean, you're like, you know, you're
0: really getting your guts starting. Like, I I know my anxiety shot up in that film. Like, oh god, no,
3: don't fucking do th- stop, stop, please, don't do that. What mm. yeah.
0: that's a great film.
3: Yeah, you feel the emotional weight and like in that scene you were talking about, yeah, like you feel the awe that she feels of seeing them for the first time. Yeah, yeah, it's really, I mean, I I love that type of sci-fi movie that's very intellectual and about like real philosophical themes. And I just like the
0: idea is like, you know, you're a person, you know, and you have a skill, you have a talent, right? Yeah. And a group says, hey, we need your talent and now you're this, you know, they and you see that in the film, like this person, she's just, you know, in her in her house and like, well, hey, we got a job for you. Oh, OK, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. And then next thing you know, <laughs> you're floating up into a spaceship in a suit.
4: You know,
0: Could you imagine like imagine hypothetically that this would be a real thing for a second? Like you're that person. And it's like, well, I'm a freaking linguist for God's sake. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm going to meet extraterrestrials. Like, how did I end up... That would be me like, how the fuck did I end up here? Yeah. I wouldn't trade it for the world. But how did I end up being a part of this adventure?
3: But in a sense, I feel like that's actually quite accurate. I mean, well, since it is the unusual situation in a movie, yeah, they're not, like, hostile invaders. Like, they're ambassadors who are here for peaceful reasons. And so, yeah, like, of course, yeah, like, who, who do you need? Yeah, you need a linguist you need a translator
0: yeah you need to yeah we have to communicate with these with these beings um it's fresh it's a newer film but man god i just love that movie it's so beautiful to look at we just
1: watched it again last week it is very 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 good it's yeah it's a
0: fantastic film um you know it's, it's gonna be hard to top that one frankly for me i mean anything else we talk about Uh, Yeah, Close Cowers
2: of the Third Kind would probably be the one to top it for me. Yeah. They're neck and neck. Granddaddy, come on. I think that's sort of, like you said, the granddaddy. Yeah. The sort of uh, Tower of Babel of of alien invasion movies. Well, not even an alien invasion movie because they they invade, but they just want to stop by and say hello, and it's just such a visual feast for the senses and really –
1: in those effects and close encounters, like to this day, I watched that like last year, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Mm-hmm. Like that massive scene at the end, yeah. When they're out in the desert, those effects hold up,
2: yeah. That's all so well. That's all Douglas Trumbull. Yeah. Of,
3: yeah. yeah. Oh
2: yeah. I mean, his visual effects stand the test of time. He's probably the only, only filmmaker whose visual effects were revolutionary for revolutionary for the time and haven't aged a bit. They still look just as yeah. stunning as they did then.
0: Well, it's just another one. I think too, it, it does have a beauty about it. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a lightness about it. It isn't again, it isn't like the action thriller thing that you're saying. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of action in that film kind of, but it's, it's a story. It and really there's is.
2: some thriller elements. I mean, yeah. the whole scene where, you know, the boy is, is abducted is yeah. pre- pretty frightening. Yeah. But yeah. When it comes back full circle, it, uh, it you can really see how he's transitioning from jaws to et you know that this would be a middle chapter between those two films yeah
0: absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that it really is the granddaddy i mean yeah to put and you can put i think arrival next to that as far as like scope and just epic i just it's the epic nature of both those films
1: well both of those movies are about communication too yeah. You know, they're establishing Close Encounters. They're establishing communication through the use of music. And sign language. End, and mm-hmm. sign language. And the same thing in signs. Mm-hmm. You know, she's trying to translate. Yeah. So they are very similar, actually. Mm. War of the Worlds. The Tom Cruise War of the Worlds. Awesome.
0: That's another one. I you. love
2: Woo! that movie. I love the original film, too. But that's because yeah. I grew up with it. Right, yeah. right. Where there's saucers instead of the tripods, like, in the, the source material. Yeah.
0: There, the original really—I mean—and that's one for me. Like that holds up still. I mean, I know it don't. Just given that idea how old it is now, but it's a classic. But it looks so it's a damn classic. cool. Yeah. I mean, it's so unique
2: looking. The visual effects it scared the shit out of me too when I was a kid. Oh, same. God same. damn it. The visual effects are great for the time, and the sound effects are still are still really great. I mean, that why isn't that one on Blu-ray? They need to do one with like a. Like I know you and I prefer the mono mixes that they go with for the theatrical releases, but yeah. that'd be one I'd like to hear remixed and rechanneled when the mm-hmm. when they're, they're squaring off with the army. There's a huge battle, and mm-hmm. just the ships are not taking any damage, and then they start to shoot everyone. That was another thing where you could really tie into uh, Independence Day. It was basically a War of the Worlds for um, for the new millennia. Mm-hmm. Now, not to get away from what you were saying oh, no, about that's fine. the Spielberg film.
1: I mean, you know, Man. generally Tom Cruise does not make bad movies, I, besides his mummy that just came out. Uh, but, I mean, I that War of the Worlds movie, it's still, like, again, it holds up. The visual effects are still mm-hmm. amazing. And that whole, like, end scene when they're hiding out in the basement with... Oh, dude. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Mm-hmm. And you know you start Damn. to see all the red blood shit everywhere. The red well, just that scene—that scene, yeah, that it's, scene uh, on its yeah. own with
0: Tim Robbins—I mean, that whole progression through that one part of the film.
2: Right. Um, There's only one part about that scene that I didn't like. What's that? Which was when the when the pods are the cameras are looking around for them. It played very similarly to the scene in Jurassic Park where the raptors are. Oh yeah. For the kids.
1: Yes. yep exactly. Oh, hey, you're right.
2: Thank wow.
1: You. Never thought about that.
2: Just going back, I thought he went back to the well in that scene. Yeah, like,
1: he did the same thing twice. But that movie is great. I love the acting in that movie too, and I like the closure. You know, like they're looking for the parents. You know, he they want to go home. They want to see their mom. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we get that closure. At who's the girl? Who's the girl, girl who
0: playing the, the little girl? I forgot her It was her name. Dakota Fanning was not it? Like, yeah, it was Dakota Fanning? You're right.
2: The grandparents are the two main actors from the original. War the right. World. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Making a little that. cameo. Yeah.
0: Huh. Dakota Fanning had a couple of... I think she had, had a couple of tri- like stumbles in that film as far as her, her performance. But, you know, she's a little girl. Yeah. Uh, but there was just a couple of things I heard. I'm like, whoa. Okay, that was a little bit of overacting there. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh. I mean, all in all, I mean, the tripods. And, you know, this was one of those ones I wouldn't give the time of day until Amber's like, you really need to watch this movie. It's really creepy. There's some shit that happens here that... And then the, the, the horns. Yeah. Yeah, right? the deafening
2: now, train horns. Now, that...
0: there is, I think, a tie to Pacific Rim from this movie, too, not because they're copying, but actually the Cherno Alpha and <laughs> Pacific Rim yeah. had the same type of horn. You hear them, and it's, you know, if you read... I mean, I've read all the wikis on that crap, right? Yeah. I've read, the you know, the graphic stuff and whatnot. And the Cherno Alpha has a similar-sounding horn as an intimidation tactic It uses just because of this big... And you hear them. They run it in the film. The thing comes out of the water, and... That same kind of creepy drawl that we hear from the tripods. Nice. Except... You know, of course when you see the Cherno Alpha you're like, Oh the Cherno Alpha's here, sweet, he's gonna kick the shit out of everybody. But when you hear him in War of the Worlds, it's like, Oh God, dude, that's just that's doom yeah, coming. Yeah, that's this- Doombringer right there, right?
2: This is the sound of dread. Yeah.
0: yeah Sound of dread. Um the tripods themselves, I mean and I know that was one of the I mean, I watched all that bonus material on that on that when I when I, the copy that I have, and that was one of the things they talked about was we really wanted to make these things operate like machines. Like they aren't these magical machines that come from space that just work fluid and flawlessly and they work perfectly. They wanted to show them like, you know, a little bit of exhaust coming out of them. Like these are actual combustion type vehicles. They're very high tech beyond anything that we have, but they are vehicles that, you know, that operate their machines and they can break. Right. Um. I thought that was very cool as far as how the film looked, how it felt with the tripods. However, they were still menacing and really, really damn scary. Uh, yeah, fantastic film, too. I mean, I thought that was just done and so well.
1: Tom Cruise's acting in the movie was still really good, too. Yeah. He ran a lot. Tom mm-hmm. Cruise likes to he run did like a the, lot. He, did he likes run. to
2: run
0: and run
1: and run. I was running. Yeah, but you I had did that like dread.
0: Uh, you know, that was a, you know, obviously there was a lot of end-of-the-world type feel. Like, all that, we talk, I think, was it? We talked about that recently. Like, there was that era, maybe in the last show, where we talked about, like, you know, the whole the whole end of the world shit. Yeah, you know, like the apocalypse. The apocalypse, yeah, apocalyptic-type films. You get that feel and that, you know, you see, like, oh, my God, hi! Like, there's this crowd of people that are all, right. like, oh, my God, hey, what's up? Well, oh, fuck you! I can't help. You can't. <laughs> no, get the fuck out of here. Leave me alone. I love you, but you know what? this It's a different world now.
1: Yeah, like with the car. Yeah. Basically, like, you're get not in the car, bar- get in the car, You're not go.
0: borrowing sugar from me. yeah. Okay, I got to get the hell out of here and I'm stealing this car from you. Yeah. Yeah, want to shoot you
1: in the face.
3: Yeah. So, I would say that if I if I have a beef with that film, it is especially coming off of what you guys just said that it does that so well that it had the way too happy, too perfect ending. Yeah. I, that kind of screwed it up for me a little bit that it like had like these super duper Spielbergian ending that like there is no Believable way that that guy's not dead right like, right not yeah. to spoil but, but it's yeah, spielberg like you, i mean you get yeah like you, you get any director to...
1: they have their little things they do yeah but so. that was
3: one of those like even the first time i saw it there was yeah. just like there was there was an audible groan in the theater when like you he did was not alive. survive that yeah like there is <laughs> it is completely implausible and like the only reason why is just because spielberg
1: you were on that hill and you ran directly towards that shit, and somehow you're still yeah. alive at Grandma and Grandpa's house. Yeah, yeah,
3: that and and that he got there first on top of it. Like how? Maybe like, he's got I superpowers.
1: Know. I don't know.
0: I, there, that you're you're right. That yeah. was I a little a movie, di- <laughs> it, was, I, it was one of those one ones missed, for me uh, though it's too. Spielberg though. So. To me, it was it was a visual feast though. It, yeah. looked, it looked, you know, I mean, yeah, the story. There were holes. We uh, we all agree on that, uh, but it looked, mm. so cool. <laughs> it looked so damn cool. Shut up! It looked so damn cool. The tripods looked really cool. That, yeah. I mean, it looked beautiful. So, yeah, another fantastic one. Where does sheet go? What happened? Oh, uh, it's over here. Oh, what do you moving got? along? It's, it's all yours. Well, Still so now along. this
3: actually this isn't on the sheet. But speaking of Spielbergian types of invasion movies. Ah, uh, what about uh, Super Eight? That's oh, a movie yeah. that I—that's I really, one I have not really seen. Love Super Eight. Oh, yeah. you've not seen Super Eight? No, 8? I haven't. No, go ahead. Oh, it's—it's it's great. Yeah, I mean it I mean it obviously, you know, it's JJ Abrams, not Spielberg, but it channels that vibe really well. Dude, there are uh, so
1: many scenes in that movie where I'm like, oh yeah, look, it's a, oh wait,
3: oh it's E. T. Oh no, it's not. It's super eight. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> it does it really well though. I mean, no, like there's, it does. There's a lot really of that does. and it also I mean stranger things the movie very Yeah. Well, I mean Yeah Yeah, it well, like Stranger Things, it borrows very heavily from it. Mm-hmm. Uh the dynamic of the kids is very much the losers club and borrows yeah a bit from the goonies right, and stand by right. me but in that very spielbergian vein and it yeah. sort of it does both of the things that we've been talking about where like it has the scary invasion stuff where like there's like a lot of it is like threatening and creepy but then it has like more of the sense of wonder and like that the alien in it and why it's there and its motivations and why it's doing the things that it's doing are yeah. really complex Ooh. which i really appreciated mm-hmm. um, a lot
1: of people didn't like the end of that movie how I, the ship reforms i love I that i loved it i thought that was really cool how the pieces are just flying from everywhere and yeah it blows a hole through the side of the house yeah and everything just comes back together I thought that was really smart, the way he did that, because nothing had done that before.
3: Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Visually, it was great, and I mean, like, yeah, I guess you could, you know, sort of cynically point out that it has the, like, Spielbergian, too perfect kind of... But, like, it, it worked for me, because it was doing that so well, and it reminded me of, like, oh, yeah, like, no, I feel like I'm a kid in the early 90s watching et for the first time like when that happened like yeah it it felt really good
1: (laughs) did you see the movie you saw super Super eight it really borrows from aliens aliens too Mm -hmm. with the scene when they're underground yeah and he has the people like captured and they're like all in the goop and shit Mm -hmm. so
2: well you could make the argument it was a little bit of invaders from mars also the mid 80s invaders from mars
3: I love that that's movie that's a too. really cool mm. flick. yeah, yeah. The toby hooper one yeah
2: yeah yeah there's an alien invasion movie that's not on the list we could talk about for a moment there go for it it's yeah. also a remake of a classic 50s horror movie that was a film that canon films really hated among the toby hooper productions and that was the second of his that i think he did for them life force being the first
3: yeah and texas chainsaw 2 being the third so he did two <laughs> alien invasion
2: movies for canon films yeah How about that? Yeah. Um, I think they thought it was tonally off, but it was... I remember it being uh, a little goofy, but also kind of scary at the same time. It was a weird tone where you were sort of afraid, but it was done in a way that felt almost deliberately cartoonish, like Mars Attacks, which is another alien invasion movie. Yeah, I was going to bring that one up. That's what I haven't seen either. Take it away.
1: Mars Attacks is so it's insane the movie is it's literally insane jack nicholson is like just totally fucking insane the script is totally fucking insane there is nothing smart about the movie it is so dumb but it's so colorful and goofy from front to back that i love it yeah, I mean, just the aliens be like ack 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 ack
0: That's all they ever
2: say. Has <laughs> yeah. Tim Burton made any other movie remotely like it in his no, whole career? No, no. I would think that's
1: probably his most comedic film.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's dark as shit too, because a lot of people die in that movie. Yeah, yeah. And the aliens they just don't. Die too. Yeah, they just instantly die. It. I don't know what made him want to do Mars Attacks. You know, I'm going to make a movie based off of collectible baseball cards with aliens on them.
2: Although it did come after he made Ed Wood which ended with him making Planet from from Outer Space an alien invasion right. movie with the you know paper plate saucers yeah. yeah. so he probably felt the vibes.
3: Yeah and Mars Attacks is certainly like very deliberately kitsch for sure. Oh it's so campy and oh, yeah. it's
1: just like we saw it opening night and it was just like holy shit This is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, and,
3: like, it did so badly and was, like, this notorious bad movie, but I feel like a lot of the people who bashed it for that didn't understand the irony of it.
1: Oh, I understood it right away myself. I was just like, this is supposed to be him just unhinged, like, just throwing everything he can at the screen because I'm sure he had a huge budget for it, oh, considering yeah. the successes Ooh. of all his other movies. They're like, yeah, sure, go ahead, make Mars Attacks.
2: He doesn't really yeah. make films on a small scale. They're usually visually grand and have a lot of money. Behind yeah. Them. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: He well, should quit now, though. <laughs> yeah. Keeping it light, though, Coneheads. <laughs> Hell yeah! Cone yeah, heads. what a fun yeah, movie. Coneheads. Come on, man. Yeah. It was a, it, That was a lot. I mean, come on, Chris Farley's in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: I, I find you unacceptable.
0: I, <laughs> I mean, just seeing, you know, those the original skits of that on Saturday Night Live right. was something that was totally unique, um, and that's why they took that and made it into a whole damn movie, obviously. Um, like 20
1: years after it was on SNL.
0: Yeah, right? yeah it, it do, looked like yeah. a
2: common flat rag on, pay, on payday. <laughs>
1: uh, it was fun. I've only
0: completely ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. I really
2: saw Chris Farley in a movie too. Like I saw him in that bit part in Wayne's World, but not in a really substantial role. Yeah, that was before he started started leading movies like Black Sheep or. What was it? The
0: scene at the subway.
2: My mom's the only one I know who could take a sandwich like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's it was fun. I mean, it wasn't anything like you know monumental when it comes to this type of film. But, I mean, it was a lighthearted approach to, you know, aliens visiting this yeah. planet,
2: you know, and they're integrating. Um, it was the funny rom-com version of Alien Nation. Thank you. And would I was become just, Alien dude, Nation. Yeah.
0: brilliantly cl- crafted. That was way to, way to go into that. Alien <laughs> Nation. <laughs> um, that was, that. that's in the 80s. This is older now. Was it? Yeah, it was the 80s. I think it was early 90s, actually. Was it early 90s? I'm pretty sure. Are you sure? I'm
2: pretty sure.
1: That was a really... Now, that was... Now,
0: was it a
2: film first or was it a movie? It was a film first. Was it a film?
1: James Caan and Mandy Patinkin mm-hmm. played the alien. And then it didn't like do really well at the box office, but it did fair enough. They were going to make a sequel to it, mm-hmm. but they canceled the sequel. In lieu of making the sequel, it got the TV treatment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was on for a while. I think it, it got was. two or three seasons, right? Yeah. yeah. And, hmm. uh,
0: and it was interesting. I mean, we talk about, like, you know, cone heads. There, I make a draw a thread between the two. Yeah. But you have, you know, the cone heads who are integrating themselves into life on Earth. Right. You know, and they somehow make it work. And the sa- now, alienation. And I remember, like, the opening credits of the TV show, you know, it was very epic because, you like, you see these ships, like, coming down. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, what the hell is this, you know? And, you know, next scene, you know, we don't get all, I think, like, all the details of how you they actually acclimate to life on Earth, but we get them in a drama now where, you know, we see these, you know, they, they, they're, they're actual derogatory term is they called them slags yeah that was the derog- i forgot what their actual names were like yeah. pro- but, they, but the actual like there was racism like that was part of the thing Is like yeah, people were. were racist towards them and they called them slags and that was like yep. offensive to them right mm-hmm. um but you see like you know one of the main characters he's a cop he's a fucking cop you know and he's an investigator and so you know i think the time of this was like Years after they have come to the planet and they've integrated yeah. and they've become, you know, citizens of this planet. Also dealing with the same horse shit that people on this planet deal with yep. every day. Mm. Racism, especially. That was a big thread oh, in the series was yeah. the racism element. Um, And th- th- there were these great things like milk. I mentioned that before the show. We talked about alienation milk, which we, you know, I hate milk lactose intolerant but like you know me i don't too. get i, I don't get what's that me too i, I don't to get drunk it. on it though and these aliens that Got was drunk the, on it and there was there were these great scenes where they'd show him sitting there at dinner and the, he'd be pouring a glass hey honey slow down a little bit you know like slow down <laughs> you know, and they also were allergic to water that yeah, was another right. there was an actual scene where the one alien was trying to save somebody and he was drowning
2: so that's where science, science got the idea
0: oh is it oh yeah, yeah but he put <laughs> so, his hand in the water and burned himself severely <laughs> they they weren't allergic they were actually it would burn their skin right so
3: there it still raises questions about damp atmosphere and how that would really work yeah like in, on humid days would they just oh yeah
0: they couldn't come out of the sitting there in the central air just <laughs> <laughs>
2: stay away from silence.
0: They're running their bill up. Yeah, stay away from saunas. But that was was a really cool, I think that was a different idea, too. Like, you know, okay, so they're here now. Right. What happens after? Mm -hmm. Like, assume that this is, you know, a friendly invasion like this would be, right? Like, we just want, our planet sucks shit. It's it's really wet there.
2: (laughs) That was another reason, just to go back to District 9, that was another reason why I didn't really dig on District 9 was... I didn't buy the aftermath. The aftermath that they were just going to be rounded up and locked away. I get that they were pushing the apartheid message, but it was to the detriment of logic. I felt like, but yeah. Anyway, anyway, th- just to go back to that. Yeah, no, that's cool. Because um, alienation, they deal with it how it would realistically happen. They would integrate like any other.
0: Yeah, b- and they would get jobs and they go to school and they, you know, they would, uh, yeah, integrate mm-hmm. to life. Not only in America, but on the
1: planet. Right. You know. So I need to see that movie again. The movie I, Alien Nation. I gotta. I need to see that. It's been. It's probably been since it was out that I've seen that movie. Cool. Huh. Mm. Really cool stuff. Yeah.
0: I mean, different ideas on the whole thing.
2: Predator, or Predators. Predator. You talk about all <laughs> of them.
0: <laughs> Badass. <laughs> you mean, son
2: of a bitch. You son <laughs> of
0: a bitch. What is, that, is this fucking Thai business? Do yeah. we get do we get get to the chopper in that one? Yes, we do. Get to the chopper! do it now. now.
1: Um, you look like Maria Schreiber. <laughs> there was some. The predator
2: literally looks like Maria Schreiber. Stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's a lot of great one line I mean, th- that's another one of those. I mean, there's a lot of really like. It's a dark film, you know. It's it's a it's a murky film. Yeah. Uh, they're in the damn jungle. Uh, but there's a lot of... The characters are fantastic. and the They all... You, you really identify with all them and you're fighting with them,
2: right? It, it starts out kind of like Rambo and then it oh, yeah, gradually well, turns into alien as the film progresses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I liked how the, the whole film takes place in a jungle where there's just nothing but the forest in every direction. So there was nowhere to hide and you didn't know where you were. It was a very oceanic place to get lost in.
0: Well, yeah. and I think just the... I know I've had this on canoeing trips, where you finally get to a point where you're just so damn skanky, you don't care anymore, Mm -hmm. and you just get mud all over you, and you smell. That movie kind of, like, you know, towards the end, of course, like, you know, we basically see Arnold Schwarzenegger immerse himself in mud just to camouflage himself. That was poop. That was poop. Okay, so he immerses himself in poop, (laughs) right?
1: That was predator shit. Predator shit
0: <laughs> meteor shit he has right. green
2: poop shit
1: if i hide myself in this predator poop nobody will find me but that he movie gets... hiding himself in that
2: also yeah. he did yeah, yeah. He got he lost a lot of weight and just got deathly ill making that film that really? movie was huh. was
0: filthy it was it was a really filth but like the character and the, the nadja that's what they actually call him the nadja the Predator. um I I don't think there's anybody in this room that when that mask came off, you didn't go. I mean, you know, you are one ugly. Mo- okay, fine, right? We, that's but that really it's called was the pussy
2: sh- face in the second that's, movie. Yep,
0: <laughs> that really was shocking. That was I don't know who designed that. Stan off, Winston.
2: Yeah. yeah. Who? Stan, Stan Winston, Winston designed the Terminator. Designed the Alien Queen. Uh, designed and directed Pumpkinhead. I mean. Yeah.
0: That One of was the fantastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, that really was so shocking and disturbing to see that creature head-on. Oh. Um, you know, of course, over the years, it's lost its luster. You know, we had yeah. alien versus predator, all that shit. Now it's pretty
2: commonplace. The heat vision is something that made it very definitive because the yeah. first time you see it, you don't actually see it per se. It's invisible. It's camouflaged. Mm-hmm. But you see its sort of blue neon fluorescent uh, Yeah. Uh, Heat-seeking vision.
1: I don't want to get off Predator, but there's one that nobody's mentioned yet, and mm. I'm totally shocked by this. What's that? yeah? They live. We
2: were going to get to that. We were going to get to that one.
0: Okay. We
1: talked about it before the show. Let's yeah. talk
0: about it
3: then. Fine. Absolutely. Let's
0: that movie is prayer. Motherfucking
1: brilliant. That's all I gotta say.
3: It is. It is really really good. And yeah. a, another another one that feels like super ahead of its time It's still super relevant. Like it's. Satire is spot fucking on. Yeah. Mm. Like, especially today.
1: I mean, Piper was not necessarily a great actor by no. any means, but he held that movie together. He made it work.
2: Yeah. i yeah. here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. Yeah. I'm all out of gum. Right, that's a classic
0: line. <laughs> yeah.
2: He did what, uh, Russell, what Kurt Russell would have done if he were in that role. He basically did the same thing that McCready and... Uh, right, right. Mm-hmm. And...
3: Uh, Jack Burton.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about the Blob? I love both Blob movies. We yeah. watched the remake. Yeah. We did. We watched the remake. Yeah. And that, was...
1: that holds up really, really well. Yeah,
0: I Shawnee think. Smith in the uh, the remake.
2: Yeah, and
1: uh, Matt Dillon's Matt brother. Dillon, you know, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Kevin Dillon. Kevin, Kevin Dillon, Dillon,
2: yeah. The thing about that movie... Both, Johnny Drama. Both the <laughs> original film, which was basically just jelly on a photograph that they moved around in front of the camera and uh you know the remake was much more sophisticated the idea of a creature that's just an amoeba germ that doesn't think doesn't have a conscience isn't uh you know operating on any kind of invasive level it's like a germ that's a virus is just going to assimilate everything in its path and the reason behind it in the remake is a little bit of alien you know they're expendable per yeah. se, bioweapons division, but still the idea of the creature just being this faceless, shapeless amoeba that just slithers around and crawls around, and and the idea that it starts out clear, but it becomes pink as more and more human flesh yeah. and blood is devoured.
3: Yeah. There I was... forgot about that in the remake, yeah. actually. Yeah. That's why it changes color like that. There
0: was some very disturbing images. I mean, once the blob oh, yeah. gets you, I mean, there's just so much horrible shit that happens to your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: because um, it's dissolving and disintegrating your body. Yeah,
0: and you see a lot of just people's faces half gone, and uh, there's just something... <laughs> there, there, there was something just really... I mean, the original one I've watched so many times, and there's just... I don't know. I mean, as far as, like, this topic... I mean, as far as anything we've talked about, there's nothing that really. I mean, maybe it's because I was young when I saw it. Right. You no, know? I mean, and we. I think we've established that many times on the show that a lot of the stuff we saw when we were very young. I mean, it does leave a serious imprint on you. Oh, yeah? Original Bro- blob seeing that really was one of those films that it's like, what the fuck, this thing just coming through the friggin' vents? What the hell's going on here? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you know, it isn't. It isn't. And like you just said, Andrew, I think that's what really. Makes only, it even hard. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh,
2: the only thing about the remake I didn't like was that they gave it so many different sounds. When I mean, yeah, it was cool, but I just thought it was more believable that the idea that it didn't make any sound. It was You don't know it's coming. Yeah.
0: It's a. You know, that's the most any ultimate predator, any apex predator on the planet, mm-hmm. are the ones that you don't hear them. They make zero sound. Right? Stealth. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you could imagine a. If that was a real thing like that i couldn't imagine it making sounds it would just be something that would any sounds you would hear were the things in its path that it was just being pushed out of the way Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um and that's maybe what would trigger you to oh i better get the hell out of here and not get eaten by this blob but that's what makes it more disturbing because yeah a lot of these aliens they have characteristics or these invaders they have characteristics they have sound like this like the friggin Horn we talked about in War of the Worlds 2005, um, even more the blob frighten- would make that wouldn't make any sound.
2: Yeah, even more frightening than it not making any sound is what if they could be you? What if like invade the in- invasion of the body snatchers? Yes, the, th- three different remakes of it. I believe there's the, the body snatchers <gasps> and the invasion. <coughs> uh, the faculty is another one, of yeah, course. The faculty, yeah. Or even something like The Thing, where you know it becomes you, and uh, you're not sure who's human and who isn't, and at the end, who is, uh, who is, who is left. Everybody's been replaced by this uh, mm. doppelganger. One that we did not
1: mention, I know it's one that you just recently saw, Attack the Block. Didn't that's one I, yeah, that? yeah, I haven't I seen yet. Yeah, that's Attack mentioned all over the place, too. That movie is fucking awesome. Have you seen it, Chris? I've not, actually. You need to see it. It's fun. It's fun. It's got John Boyega in it from The Force Awakens. It was one of his first movies, and it's really, really cool. Basically, aliens invade this apartment block, and they're trying to fight them off through the apartment. Mm. It's like action from one end of the movie to the next. I'm going to put that on my list of... Yeah, you need to see it. Okay. It's really, really... That, I love that movie.
2: The creatures in it, too, were kind of like the xenomorphs, and not in the way they looked, but in the idea that they just used melee attacks. They didn't rely on weapons. They used their, their claws and their teeth. And it's Ugh. a very visceral, uh, very intense... Uh, I don't want to say intimate, but it's a very intense movie. There's yeah. a lot of... Claustrophobic um, elements to it particularly in many of the human to creature confrontations. I love
1: the unique take though on the creatures too because it's like that really cool looking animation they use on them it's mm-hmm. a totally different spin on the way aliens look right, you know right. they're almost like kind of reptile <laughs> in a way but mm-hmm. you don't get too much detail of them throughout the movie it's a really good flick and it's fun as hell too I should say, I'll have to see. that. I'll have to see you that. You got to see it.
0: Yeah. What is that? What happened to the list? What else we got? Huh?
3: Take a look. What else we got <laughs> on
2: there? That we? I think we may have touched on everything.
3: Yeah, we we hit most. As far of as them. our sheet, we made. Oh, um, right? uh, uh,
2: we didn't talk about Starship Troopers.
3: Oh yeah. yeah I feel that's, like that's fun. Kind of its its own whole thing though. There's a lot to unpack about that movie in general.
2: Paul yeah. Verhoeven's entire uh, brand of science fiction uh, satire yeah,
3: and all the weird things going on with the political satire but yeah it is it, was, it does have cool things going just I mean, on the special the special effects we're about alone were,
0: yeah that was a pretty wild looking film yeah, i've been like actually thinking about creatures.
1: watching that the past couple weeks i'm like i got to watch starship troopers i got to watch starship troopers i adore that movie i think that movie is it's really well directed the visual effects are still they still hold up in like Casper Van Dien, even as bad of an actor as he is, yeah, he's good in that movie. He plays Johnny Rico, perfectly, perfectly. They're yeah.
2: basically yeah. high school kids thrust into war. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't mention Edge of the Morrow.
2: Oh, god, I love that movie. Fucking awesome movie. Awesome. It's another sort of um, invasion movie, but with a time paradox. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, because of the invaders, we find out. I mean, I don't want to talk any more about that, but that's they're kind of the cause of it. Yes. Um, and that's part of the storyline. Like They know, oh, shit, we have a problem here. We found a loophole. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, I, can't, I can't say. I mean. It kind of we'll,
2: reminded me of Run, Lola, Run in some ways. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the reset button yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Groundhog's Day.
2: Yeah, so we, yeah
0: we talked about that um we've been pacific Rim. we've talked about way too much on this damn show so enough of that i mean it, okay fine can you, you ever talk idea. too much about pacific rim <laughs> no, I, I can't i freaking love that movie it's, it's it's so good dark skies now that was a small that was <laughs> that was more of
2: an alien abduction movie was it you don't yeah. like that movie <laughs> me
1: yeah, or no, I'm thinking of the other one. Not the fourth th- kind is the one. Yeah, oh okay. man,
2: that's not that's not a movie. It's a very it's a non movie. Yeah,
1: I tried watching it again, and I actually couldn't get through it.
2: Skyline. So, oh, there you go. that
3: is a very mediocre film.
2: I need to see Skyline. We I
3: watched, watched it over here and it was here, fun. It was fun. It. I think it's brought up you,
2: Chris. I, I just wanted to see Didn't it. God, Skyline. It
1: Skyline so
3: mediocre. It's mediocre. It and is. what's funny is if you watch a dude from
1: <laughs> if you watch Skyline, the ending of Skyline is basically the ending for District Nine too. It's the same idea, yeah. The same Ooh. general idea of the main character becoming mm-hmm. the enemy, you know? But I thought that ending was really well done in Skyline. And I liked some of the visual. It looked of Skyline, good. The ending know. looked really cool. But I remember, like, when Skyline was being marketed, it just people were not going to allow that movie to do well, no <laughs> matter what. No. I remember people watching the previews and being like, "Fuck this movie! This movie is gonna suck!" And that was it. There
0: was up a lot of really cool stuff in the film, I think. But yeah, yeah, it was
2: mediocre. I'll, I'll, I'll go with you on that. The man who fell to Earth, an alien invasion movie. I'm not so sure.
1: I wouldn't really call that an in- alien invasion movie because that's more like, you know, it's kind of like under the skin where he's just a being thrust into...
2: Into our world.
1: Into oh our yeah, world. Or like yeah.
0: Starman. Somebody mentioned Starman. Same idea with that, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Or the the, about the brother from another family. planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie's yeah. awesome. Where he's fucking like 3 <laughs> <is it>, uh <laughs> What's his name? Danny Morton? or uh,
3: uh, Joe.
2: Joe Morton. He's a great actor. Miles Dyson. Yeah. yeah. She's gonna blow them away. <laughs>
1: all right, is that our list? Is that Dude, all? Of we them? crushed it. All right, we yeah. definitely crushed it tonight.
2: Uh, right. like somebody somebody sure.
1: smashed that list up, man.
0: Just, yeah. just destroy
2: we didn't it. talk about oh, but the we, we, we didn't. television series from the eighties called V. Oh, oh, oh God, yeah. Touch on that one oh, really quick. Yeah. Uh,
1: that was I, hot. Who's, who, I, who can really speak on V? Okay, because um, I've only seen some of it. I was, you know, always a Star Wars fan, and I remember that. I remember seeing the marketing for V, the commercials, and being very, very excited for it. And it premiered, and I was like instantly captivated by this thing. That was not just an alien invasion movie. That was like any like how they do an event series now. Because mm-hmm. um, you guys are too young for this. You would you weren't born when this thing <laughs> was released, yeah. but because it was like early eighties. Okay. Yeah, yeah
2: this, is, this is... I remember this. the the three-hour VHS tapes that they had yeah. at Blockbuster and these these thick books.
1: So, you know, V was kind of released around the same time as, like, the day after, and, like, they were okay. doing, like, the yeah, nuclear yeah. disaster movies for television. Yeah. Um, so there was this whole thread that was going on with creating movies about the end of the world and putting them on TV. And V was just, like, awesome because they had really strong female leads mm-hmm. the villain the main villain was a female diana yeah. and then it was jane badler mm-hmm. and then um <clears throat> one of the main heroes was a female too and that was really uncommon for the time and you, the females would like literally be in the center of the action yeah. so it was really unique and then uh, what's his name that played the beastmaster mark singer was like the main hero and of mm-hmm. course yeah tried, holy shit it's all coming they, back now they tried to kind of um center him around he was kind of like a middle point between like being luke skywalker and yeah. han solo god it's been so like, long like he was very adventurous and was a total smart ass but he had kind of like blonde hair too yeah you know um but it was kind of like they live where, you know, the aliens look like humans, but they're really not humans. Yeah. They're lizards underneath the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first series came out, and it was just huge. Like, people just loved it.
0: Yeah, that was – you couldn't get – I mean, yeah. the hype engine on that when we were kids was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, but there was a lot of political stuff in there, too, about, like, the aliens taking over and getting into government and, you know – um, You know intermingling with humans there was like you know stuff about aliens having sex with our women and having Mm. children Mm. which was like unheard of at Mm. the time um but yeah they did the first series which was i think maybe six hours and then after that they revisited it like the year later with v the final battle and you knew as soon as they said v the final battle you're like definitely not going to be the final battle you know so it's kind of left open ended mm-hmm. at the end of the final battle and then like a year later they attempted to make it like a weekly TV show it was like a TV series mm-hmm. and really quickly the TV series just like fell off the edge of a cliff because they would constantly recycle the effect sequences mm. like you'd see the ships flying and battling and you'd be like oh yeah that was an, nah, two episodes that, ago. that was two episodes ago too so huh. Yeah, so it was only on, I think the TV series itself was only on for one or two seasons, and then it ended, like, on a cliffhanger, and we never got any resolution for it. Yeah. So Uh, for years and years and years, they were talking about trying to bring V back with the original cast, but that never happened, so they did the reboot show, mm -hmm. which was okay, but it eliminated a lot of the elements from the original one, so, but Yeah. yeah- if you want to see a really cool alien invasion movie, that's one you want to see for sure.
0: I mentioned Raka in my suggested viewing, but it fits perfectly with this topic, too. Yeah. I mean, really, mm-hmm. I suggest, I mean, again, you guys can see that on YouTube. It's 20 minutes. You know, it's not a huge investment of time. And it's a series. This is volume one. So it's something to really bite down on. And it's, dude, it looks great. Cool. It looks really cool. And Sigourney awesome. Weaver's there. Hell yeah. Sigourney Weaver's kicking ass
1: again. All Wonderful. right. Well, it's rolling out of here. We're at an hour yeah. and a half. So, really? Yeah. Where did the time go? We just sat down a few
3: minutes I ago. Know.
2: We got abducted. We got abducted. We lost time.
3: <laughs> yeah. Visit us at www.themoviesleuth.com and find The Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes.